As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! You shall not pass! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and it's time to go on an adventure with Sony PlayStation Productions Uncharted. There are places out there you can't find on any map. They're not gone, they're just lost. Hey kid, I'm a little young for a bartender, aren't you? A little old for prom, aren't you? Everything in here. Why the map? This path Ferdinand Magellan took to sail around the world. You know your history. It's the biggest treasure that's never been found. Five billion easy. You're a collector. Well, I dabble. I don't dabble. My family has been looking for this fortune for a very long time. So much blood. I've been dreaming about this stuff since I was a kid. Street smart Nathan Drake is recruited by seasoned treasure hunter Victor Sully Sullivan to recover a fortune amassed by Ferdinand Magellan and lost 500 years ago by the House of Moncada. Written by the team of Rafe Judkins, Art Markham, and Matt Holloway, and directed by Ruben Fleischer, Uncharted stars Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, Mark Wahlberg as Victor Sully Sullivan, Antonio Banderas as Santiago Moncada. Fear me if you dare. Sophia Ali as Chloe Fraser, and features Tati Gabrielle, Stephen Waddington, and Pingy Moly. I'm sure this comes as a huge shock, but I love video games, and I absolutely love the Uncharted series. So when this project was formally announced a number of years ago, I was very excited. So many actors were in talks to star. Brian Cranston, Jensen Ackles, Nathan Fillion, Woody Harrelson, and after almost eight years of development, we got the red-hot Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg as Drake and Sully. I'm going to do this review a little differently than I normally do, as there's four ways that you can look at this 116-minute movie, since it's based off an extremely popular video game franchise, but we're only going to look at it two different ways. Option one is that you don't care nor know anything about Uncharted. In that case, don't expect anything special beyond what you see in the trailers. Big over-the-top CGI action with a fairly basic treasure hunting storyline that you've seen in pretty much every treasure hunting movie. It's a popcorn movie, so just turn your brain off and enjoy for what it is. Option two is that you care and that you do love the video games themselves. In that case, get ready for a ton of little Easter eggs from the games over the series. You'll likely disagree with the casting, but at the same time, you'll understand why they did what they did. This movie is what happens when studios that do not understand their products attempt to create a movie for the masses beyond the fans that got it to where it is. Look, I hate the casting, but with the amount of time this movie sat around in development hell, and considering that they want this to be a series of films instead of a single one, I understand casting a young megastar in Tom Holland. It doesn't mean he did a bad job, but Tom Holland to me seems like he's just doing a bad Nathan Drake cosplay, while Mark Wahlberg's Sully doesn't seem to understand the majority of the project. That doesn't mean that it's a bad movie. Remember back in option one where I said that it's just a popcorn movie? If you know what you're going to see when you go in, it's really hard to be disappointed. You can pretty much turn your brain off with this one. It's a giant movie meant to keep you entertained for its entire runtime, and it did exactly that. I wasn't upset with the movie, I'm more upset with what could have been. I give Uncharted a B. 
It's warming up, so the toques are coming off. Better look good when you do, so go to the professionals and get it done right. The team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are always welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with the rumor mill. Recently on a chat on the Jess Cagle show on Sirius XM, Uma Thurman gave an update on Kill Bill Volume 3 and has confirmed that she's had serious discussions with Quentin Tarantino about the third entry of the film, and there was a time where it was a real thought that would happen. After a number of years, it seems like it's getting less and less likely. She said, quote, I can't really tell you anything about it. I mean, it has been discussed over the years. There was real thought about it happening, but very long ago. I don't see as immediately on the horizon. I hate to disappoint people. Everybody wishes it would be the case, but I think it's not immediately on the horizon. Back in 2019, Tarantino told Andy Cohen that Kill Bill Volume 3 was still in the cards, and he even said on the Joe Rogan experience that he was still considering doing the film, hoping to get Maya Hawke, Uma Thurman's real-life daughter, involved in the cast. He said, I'm not going to be practicing under the name McGill, so... Shouldn't be a problem. Just down the hall, we have all the floors. Great, great. Wait, wait, Jimmy, Jimmy, what? It's all good, man. Following his highly publicized heart attack on the set of Better Call Saul, Bob Odenkirk has come out to say he is excited and ready and willing to do Nobody 2. During a recent interview with Empire, Bob Odenkirk said, quote, let's make Nobody 2 and I'm going to kick more ass than I ever have. He did confirm that there has absolutely been talks of a sequel and that they're working on making it happen. The film, which was heavily shot in Winnipeg, was something that director Ilya Nashaller had said he was interested in and when it was brought up that Connie Nielsen, who plays Odenkirk's wife, should get in on the act he did all but confirm it. Moving into projects that we know are happening, despite Sonic the Hedgehog 2 not releasing for another two months, Deadline is reporting that Paramount Pictures and Sega Corporation are already developing a third installment of the franchise, and additionally, a live-action spin-off TV series centering around Knuckles starring Idris Elba is also in production. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is set to be released on April 8th of 2022. During a recent Paramount Investors Day presentation, writer-director John Krasinski has confirmed that A Quiet Place Part 3 is in production and is looking to hit theaters in 2025. As of right now, the project has no writer or director attached, but there is hope that John Krasinski will return. Emily Blunt said last year that the latest film was designed to be the second part of a trilogy. A separate spin-off film has already been completed and is expected to release on September 22nd of 2023. In casting news, Rupert Grit and Nikki Amuka Bird have signed on to be in Knock at the Cabin, which is M. Night Shyamalan's next film. The project will also star Dave Batista, and plot details are currently under wraps. The film is currently expected to release on February 3rd of 2023. John Cena has signed on to star in the Looney Tunes movie Coyote vs. Acme, a live-action CG hybrid film centered around the endlessly inventive but ultimately doomed Coyote. It will follow the infamous Looney Tune Prairie Wolf, whose objective is obliterating his nemesis, the Roadrunner. Acme is the fictional company that provides Coyote with his many weapons, all of which invariably fail, leaving him squashed flat or burnt to a crisp. The story will then follow a down-on-his-luck attorney who takes on Wiley as a client in his suit against Acme over its defective products, only to discover that his boss at his former law firm is representing Acme. And speaking of John Cena, it has been confirmed by director-writer James Gunn that Peacemaker is getting a second season. 
In addition to Peacemaker Season 2, Gunn reaffirmed his plans for another Suicide spin-off series, saying, quote, We're working on something else now, another TV show that's connected to that universe, I can't quite say. When asked if it was Peter Capaldi's thinker, Gunn chuckled, saying, quote, I can't say anything. It is connected to this universe, and I don't think it will be the same genre as Peacemaker. It won't be as much comedy as Peacemaker, but it will be in the same universe. Over at Paramount Plus, it was confirmed that 1883, the Yellowstone prequel, will be getting a second season after all. Alongside that, Taylor Sheridan also confirmed that they've ordered another Yellowstone prequel called 1932, which will follow a new generation of Duttons during the time of Western expansion, Prohibition, and the Great Depression. Despite not releasing until March 24th of 2022, the Halo TV series has already been renewed for a second season. Paramount Plus also confirmed that David Weiner will still serve as showrunner and executive produced season two of Halo. Wiener was the third showrunner to helm the Halo series with both Steve Kane and Kyle Kinnan departing the series during the first season. Over at Amazon, they finally found their star for their upcoming Fallout TV series based on the popular video game franchise. Actor Walton Goggins has signed on to an unknown role. Fallout is a post-apocalyptic role-playing video game series heavily influenced by 1950s post-war culture. Much of the franchise takes place hundreds of years after a great war over resources decimated the planet. The US government set up a series of self-sufficient Fallout shelters known as vaults, but there wasn't enough room for everyone, and those who survived the nuclear Fallout have become horribly mutated. As of right now, Goggin's role is expected to be a ghoul, and in Follow, ghouls are humans whose bodies have been ravaged by prolonged exposure to radiation. Victims of the Great War, ghouls are known to wander the wasteland while causing trouble for survivors of the destruction. Disney Plus, meanwhile, released a trailer for their upcoming hybrid live-action CG animated action comedy, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Torn by vanity. You look different. Hey, it's no secret I had the CGI surgery done consumed by temptation. My love of cheese got the best of me. I just love it so much. More please. More please. Is it possible that two living legends are destined to reunite? I'm thinking reboot. Nobody wants a reboot. According to the film's synopsis, the film will follow Chip and Dale, who are living amongst cartoons and humans in modern-day Los Angeles, but their lives are quite different now. It's been decades since their successful television series was cancelled, and Chip, voiced by John Mulaney, has succumbed to a life of suburban domesticity as an insurance salesman. Dale, who's voiced by Andy Samberg, meanwhile, has had CGI surgery and works the nostalgia convention circuit desperate to relive his glory days. When a former castmate mysteriously disappears, Chip and Dale must repair their broken friendship and take on the Rescue Rangers' detective personas once again to save their friend's life. The film also stars Kiki Lane, Will Arnett, Eric Bana, Flula Borg, Dennis Haysbert, Keegan-Michael Key, and more, and is directed by Akiva Schaefer and hitting Disney Plus on May 20th of 2022. Variety has also confirmed that John Williams has returned to the world of Star Wars, conducting the theme to the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Hello there. After scoring the original Star Wars movie, Williams returned for The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker. He also wrote the theme for Solo, A Star Wars Story, as well as for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge theme park. The Obi-Wan Kenobi series begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, where Obi-Wan Kenobi faces greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker. It debuts on Disney Plus on May 25th of 2022. It was an 
announced earlier this week that Noah Hawley has confirmed a fifth season of the Fargo television series for FX. Hawley is busy with the studio as he's also in production of the upcoming Alien TV series. FX chief John Landgraf told Deadline that despite five scripts already being written for Aliens, Fargo only has one, but Hawley will shoot Fargo first before getting into production on Alien. Landgraf also confirmed the time frame for the Alien TV series, saying, quote, there are some big surprises in store for the audience. Alien takes place before Ripley. It's the first story that takes place in the Alien franchise on Earth, so it takes place on our planet, right near the end of the century we're in, so 70-odd years from now. Ripley won't be a part of it or any of the other characters of Alien than the Alien itself. Netflix has confirmed that they are partnering with video game studio Take-Two Interactive and 2K to make a Bioshock movie. Set across multiple dystopian landscapes corrupted by greed and science, the Bioshock video game series blends sci-fi and horror while asking existential and societal questions that bend the mind. Beautifully paced and filled with pulse-pounding action, there's a mystery to uncover while trying to survive a harsh environment overrun by experiments gone wrong. The franchise has sold 39 million copies worldwide across multiple titles, including Bioshock, Bioshock 2, and Bioshock Infinite. Another installment of the franchise is currently in works at Cloud Chamber. Netflix also confirmed that the upcoming Stranger Things Season 4 will be broken up into two volumes. Volume 1 reaches the streaming service on May 27th, while Volume 2 will follow on July 1st. Deadline also announced that a fifth and final season of the show has been ordered, so the end is indeed very close. Season 4 of Stranger Things will find that David Harbour's character Hopper is imprisoned far from home in the snowy wasteland of Kamchatka, where he will face dangers both human and other. Meanwhile, back in the States, a new horror is beginning to surface, something long buried, something that connects everything. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, there are places out there that you can't find on any map. They're not gone. They're just lost. They're just lost.